too often we think we have to be really struggling to avail ourselves of resources or of supports, and that is just not the case. This is for every student who would like to utilize it. Welcome to the Parent and Family Podcast. My name is Isaiah Jones. I am the Parent and Family Coordinator here in the Orientation Office. And today I have two great guests with me, Heidi Kessler and Carolina Bell. And our topic today is why your student should utilize USU Academic Success Coaching. So before we get started, maybe we'll start with Heidi. If you could introduce yourself and Carolina, you'll go next. Thank you, Isaiah, for having us. My name is Heidi Kessler. I'm the Director of Student Retention and Completion here at USU. And really, when people ask me what it is I do, it's pretty simple. I help lead the effort to help students be successful in achieving their goal of a degree or certificate from Utah State University. And I love my work. It is so fun to see these students recognize their own potential. And um, and it's such a transformative time for them. And it's great to be part of that. And my name is Carolina Bell, and I am the academic success coach. I am originally from Cordoba, Argentina, and I've been in this position for almost a year. I have always been involved in education as a middle school and high school language teacher. And uh, I know the transition from high school to college can be challenging at times. So I'm very glad to be here at Utah State in this position. The first question I have for you two, it's kind of a two-part question, and it's this. What exactly do we mean when we say academic success coaching, and how did you get involved in it? I will let Carolina talk about what it is, but the reason that Utah State University started this new program is that we recognize students need some support, some personalized support. And we call it coaching because we really believe in this model that students are at the helm of their experience and that we can coach them to think of questions that perhaps they hadn't thought of, uh, to think of solutions, but really they're the ones who come up with the questions and come up with the solutions to be able to achieve what it is that, that they are trying to accomplish here. And so it's a coaching model where the students really lead that effort. And it became even more important that we have this with the pandemic. As, as many students have started to question their ability to, to do these things. And it's not just students. We all have, have struggled a bit, right? Coming out of the pandemic of how do I organize my time now when it's different? And, and so we, we are there to, to support them. As an academic success coach, I help students transition, make the transitions and create habits for success. An academic success coach meets with a student one-on-one and we talk about how classes are going, what's going well, and what they find challenging. So it's like a conversation where the student can share what is impacting their academics. Based on that information, we explore study strategies, time management, or test-taking strategies. If the student can benefit from other resources on campus, we guide them, whether it will be CAPS, the Aggie Math Lab, the Writing Center, or any other resource. So the meeting is pretty much led by the student, and we work with the student's goal and what the student wants to achieve, and it's a win-win. I will just add also that this is not just for struggling students. This is for every undergraduate student who wants to, to use this resource. We are excited, and I like to say, you know, it's the good students that do these things. It's students who want to be better students. And so 
too often we think we have to be really struggling to avail ourselves of resources or of supports, and that is just not the case. This is for every student who would like to utilize it. That's super helpful that the word coaching is in it, especially many of us, I'm sure listeners even either admire sports or you're watching the World Cup or something like that, but you just can't even imagine even the best player in the world being like, I don't really need any coaching, you know? And so I think it's helpful that no matter where you are on that that spectrum, that everyone can use it. So I think that's fantastic. What are those some of those strategies and practices that that you go over in academic success coaching? Time management is a popular topic. Along with this success coach, students create schedules together. We also explore what I call the study hour to make the best use of study time. Students come up with their own solution as we discuss different strategies. For example, in study strategies, we go over the importance of review and being exposed to class material in different ways, such as taking notes, attending lectures, attending supplemental instruction sessions. So learning is a process that involves being exposed to the material often and in different ways. So some are, those are some of the strategies that most students are seeking, and we go over other ones as well. So we released a very good article just pulling from your great website and things like that. We shared it with families. It was actually one of our number one posts for the past couple of weeks, and and it went out in our newsletter. So shout out to you all. My question, though, is we noticed it on the website very prominently. It was very nice. Could you tell us more about maybe some of those common misconceptions of what academic coaching is not? I actually think that's really helpful, and I'm glad that's on the website. Yeah, so there can be confusion. You know, we we there are tutors and there are therapists and space makers with conflict management. And so there we've got lots of supports at the university for our students. So so I think it is important to say this is the lane that we are in. What we really focus on two things. The first one is we work on the competencies of learning. And so that includes all of those things that we might call adulting. And so it's time management, it's how to prioritize and and how to, to stick with something that we say we want to do, how to draw that line between my aspiration and my effort and even my abilities. And so we look at all of those types of things. We don't talk about content like a tutor would. And so if a student is struggling with history, we don't say, okay, come in and we'll quiz you on on all the battles of the Civil War. Rather, we would say, okay, bring your notes and let's help you better organize your notes or know better how to take notes. Bring in your textbook. We'll teach you the competency of learning from a textbook. We'll talk about the competency of preparing for a test. We'll also talk about the competency of taking a test that you've already had and seeing the results and learning from the results of that test so that you're better prepared for the next test. So those are all the competencies of learning and and they're portable. So so you can take that, that same bit of information and say, oh, now how do I apply that to my English class? How do I apply that to my human development class? So they're portable, competency-based skills that we work with. The other thing we talk about is academic belonging. Sometimes there is a mismatch between a student's aspirations 
their effort, their even their aptitude. And when those things are not aligned, a student starts to feel like, I don't belong here. Maybe I'm not competent. Maybe I I am not capable of succeeding. And so we talk through some of that. Sometimes the, the amount of effort that a student can put in is not something that can be changed. Many of our students work. Many of our students have other obligations. And so uh, we talk through all of that. How do we align our aspiration with our effort and no judgment on the effort, right? And, and then how do, how do we also make sure that our aptitude is there? And so those are the two things that we coach on, learning competencies that are very portable and then that sense of academic belonging. This is great. I've been pretty consumed in the World Cup and stuff like that. And common term is, you know, they'll call one of these designated folks like a strength and conditioning coach. They don't really teach them the content of the game, but they do prepare them for whatever it is that they want to do. And obviously, they know some about both, which you all do, which we all could tell when you mentioned the Civil War battles. You do know content, but it's not the emphasis, not the focus. I think that's that's awesome. What are some resources, though, that you would recommend to parents and families who want to know more? We have Resource Finder coming up, and Heidi will explain a little bit more about what that is and what the, how we can utilize it better. But I wanted to emphasize that we help students find resources on campus, and uh, but we're not just tell them what they are, where they are. But oftentimes we walk with the students to those uh, offices, to those centers, we introduce them to the people that work there. And so they can see that there's a community that can help them, that they're friendly and that they're willing to give them the resources that they need. And so, so students can be equipped with everything that they need to be successful because it takes like a, it takes a village. It takes several of us uh, for that to happen. You did mention that we have a resource finder and we will make sure that the link is in the show notes and we have it right now that you can look at. So we'll have that. And then we actually are going to be placing it in a more prominent place very soon and launching it in, in a place that is that comes up when you do a Google search for success at USU. So stay tuned and, and continue to read the, the newsletter. The, the reason that this new page is, came about is that we realize that there are so many different places where different resources are found. And so we gathered a group system-wide, regardless of which campus you're studying on, and we cataloged all of the academic resources and supports that are available. And then we started to, to kind of categorize those. And then you'll see by looking at the resource finder that two things, we tried really hard to have the language be really accessible language. So I don't say executive function on that, even though that's something that we might understand. It talks in ways that a student will understand, um, you know, support for prioritizing and time management those type of things. And then we also tried to organize it in a kind of triaged way so that under each category, the first resource is a help yourself DIY type of resource. And we have lots of those and many students just need that little bit of guidance and, and that works great for them. And then we have come and, and visit with somebody, whether that's a tutor or a success coach, get the support that you need in the moment from somebody, but it's not long-term. And then we have more long-term 
resources. Very often it's a course that the student can take. And so stay tuned. We're excited about this launching so that it's more of a one-stop shop for the resources. Great. Uh, Is there anything that I've left out that you'd want to add? I just wanted to talk a little bit about when we are referring out. We actually like to call that brokering or shepherding because it's very involved. We are still involved. What we look at it as is bringing more people into the students success team. So sometimes when we say referral, it sounds like we're just bouncing a student from one office to the next. And we work very hard to avoid that. But we also recognize that a team approach really makes a difference. And Isaiah, you mentioned, you know, having several different types of coaches to to help a team be successful. And that's what we want to do. We don't want to be, we don't want students to leave and say, gosh, there was one person at USU that I could always rely on that was wonderful. I, you know, Carolina, she was my go-to person. We want them to say USU has such value in helping students, everybody that I talked to was my go-to person. And we want us to stay in our lane and do what we're professionals at, and, and that is this success coaching. And then we partner and bring others into the team if the student needs mental health coaching, relationship coaching, or content academic coaching. And so I think that team approach is really important and is a better model than trying to be the one-stop shop that maybe does some of it poorly and and the student only has one person. And what about you, Carolina? I do you had some thoughts as well. I just wanted to thank you, Isaiah, for allowing Heidi and I to present academic success coaching to our families, our parents. And I want to encourage the students to sign up to meet with a success coach. It takes about 30 minutes and we can meet in person, Zoom or phone. So thank you so much. Thank you all for coming and thank you all for listening to the Aggie Parent and Family Podcast. Thanks. Go Aggies.